Hello and welcome to Mindset Alchemy. What does personal leadership mean to you? Do you understand it? Have you ever explored it? Have you even ever thought of it? Leadership is such an important part of life. It helps us see our vision, achieve our vision. And in Mindset Alchemy, we're all about shifting that energy, understanding what's going on so we can create what we desire and let go of what's dragging us down. I was privileged to be interviewed by Kenny Archer on his The Kenny Show the other day. And people, some very interesting thoughts came forward. I would love to hear your take on it. Let me know. Come and find me on social media, Janine Kathleen McKay. And uh, let's explore personal leadership together. Looking forward to hearing from you. Let's listen to the interview. Good day and welcome to the second special edition of the weekly chat with Kenny. And today I have a special honor of having a chat with Janine Shapiro, or as she's most commonly known in the marketplace as Janine Kathleen. So Janine is a personal leadership coach who deals with leadership development, life coaching of CEOs, established entrepreneurs, teams, a little bit of karmic healing, psychic guidance and energy alignment. Wow, what a mouthful of things that you do, Janine. And welcome and thank you for joining me today. Oh, thank you for the invitation. I so appreciate it. It um, is wonderful to be able to get with you today, seeing as it's, we've been on a journey to get here. Yeah, it's been quite a bit of a journey with ups and downs of life and the way it goes. So Janine, I think what most people would probably want to know is, what do you, to you, how do you come across as being a personal leadership coach? It's quite a mouthful, and I'm sure not many people know about it. That is so true. I was, it was quite interesting, Kenny, because I didn't even know about it. And one day, I'd been calling myself a success catalyst and all sorts of esoteric things. And one day I was working, and I heard... You work with leadership and you do it with the individual rather than, as you know, in a corporation or a business. And personal leadership coach came forward. And then after one of our chats, I went and I looked up quotes for personal leadership and I saw self-leadership by Stephen Covey. He's been speaking about it. And subsequently since then, I'm actually even part of a Facebook group that I didn't know about that has just Last week changed his name to self-leadership coaching. And I thought, oh my goodness, I'm definitely on the right track. And what it's about is a lot of people say to me, well, they don't want to know actually what leadership is. It's the same as management. And what do I mean by personal? For me, it was very much about the fact that I was working with women primarily and subsequently men who are looking to shift their energy within themselves. They are at a stage of life where they have basically reached various targets, goals, and visions, and they're now looking for new ones. And basically, I help them shift their energy so they can reinvent themselves. And as they're reinventing themselves, they are able then to go to that next level, that next space. I remember my mom always saying, the worm turns at 40. 
And she said, what do you mean, mom? And she said, well, when you turn 40, it's as though you can either choose to grow up or choose to stay playing small. And I went, now that's an interesting concept. And that is where our personal leadership comes in. For most women, their children are either in high school or leaving home. Although I must say, from a, a because I was I was a midwife previously, these days women are choosing to start their families at 38, 39. So again, it's a shift. They've gone from being a childless couple to now having children. So whether your children are leaving home or you're just starting a family, your role shifts. It's getting to reinvent yourself and accept who you are and where you're going. Because as you are able to shift your beliefs that are holding you stuck, your beliefs that are keeping you back, you then are able to lead yourself in a far more aligned way. What you enjoy, where you would like to go, ditching other people's beliefs, ditching other people's dreams that you might be living. I see this a lot in women. They're either living their children's dreams, their husband's dreams, and they've forgotten to live their own dream. And men are not excluded from this. Men are included in this as well. They've been so busy looking after their families that they forget there's a world out there that my partner and I can explore. Where do I lead myself to be compatible with where my partner's leading herself or himself and allow ourselves to step forward in alignment and unity. That's just from a relationship perspective, because as we both know, when the children leave home, you get left looking at your partner because there's nobody between you at the dinner table. (laughs) That's where it's come from. It's helping people reinvent themselves to be able to shift that energy of who was I to who I am now, who can I become? I love all the quotes that say what we, what and whom we are today is shining the light and creating our tomorrow. That's personal leadership. Long-winded. Yeah, there's so many things that just popped up as you were talking about it, you know, that whole reinvent yourself, more commonly known midlife crisis. So people either go completely overboard, okay, and buy the big motorbikes and fancy sports sports, sports cars and go all crazy and do all things. And so many divorces happen at that stage. And because as you were talking about it, you get so involved in the day-to-day of just functioning. Mm -hmm. And at some point, are you just going to keep functioning forever? Or are you going to stop and say, well, you know, I've kind of gone past the halfway mark in my life on average. Mm-hmm. It's time mm-hmm. to, you know, there's got to be something else to life. They get almost bored in what they're at. And I think from my point of view, and you can obviously add your in here, it's such a dangerous decision. It really is. Because you <laughs> could be thrown away half your life. Yeah. Something I've seen is many people look for different rather than looking to see where you can work with the differences. And that makes such a difference. And let's look at the elephant in the room of most homes at the moment. Lockdown had a very interesting perspective for a lot of couples because they'd never spent that much time in their own homes together. And that also brought it about. But I mean, that's 
that was like a, um, a, a, an inverted commas, a new thing. People have been doing it for a long time now um, where they forget to look at, well, let's see our differences. How do we make them work? And look at the differences within themselves because that's where the personal leadership comes in. Mm. Do I really wish to have the motorbike or is it the fact that I have money to spend? Is it a sense of freedom I'm looking for? What is the speed for me? Where am I looking to relive my youth in a way that I couldn't when I was young? Where can I take this feeling and look at the feeling rather than trying to work with an action? And even when we're working with our companies, our teams, our spouses, it's to stop and say, hmm, what is the learning experience here? Because that's what leadership is about, seeing the vision and seeing how we're going to get there. And most people break free rather than looking at, well, what is my vision for the next five years? What is my vision for the next 10 years? Is this going to suit my vision? And am I going to turn around and regret it? I'm not saying couples must stay together. What I'm saying is look at where we within ourselves can stay together with ourselves because that is then leading ourselves. Katie, you must know the quote. I, I can't remember who said it though. I, I've heard it ascribed to several people where when I was young, I wished to change the world. When I had children, I wished to change my country. As my children grew, I wish to change my town. As I grew, I chose to change myself to create a larger impact on the world. And that quote is what personal leadership is about. Taking responsibility for ourselves, allowing ourselves to be responsible for things that we are meant to be responsible for, not everybody else's problems. <laughs> I have no idea who has, who said that quote, but yes, it is awesome. And it, it is, it is a journey and I can relate to it as well because going through all those stages, um, you know what you're describing, it's so true and so real in everyday lives. People just don't recognize it when it's happening. I mean, mm -hmm. I, crazy thing after 19 almost 30 years in the corporate world okay 28 years whatever it was in the corporate world 19 years with one company woke up and said i'm done mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. had no idea what i was going to do fortunately discovered coaching and have having having the jaw ever since and found my true purpose in what i'm supposed to be doing with my life and before that I was just working my butt off making as much money as possible doing all the going through the grinds and yeah, you know, fortunately, my wife and I, we're in the same, we could put it together. We, we went through it together. It, it was that, because if I'd done it on my own, without discussing it with her, I can mm -hmm. just imagine, I got, um, oh, I resigned today. What? You <laughs> I'm sure she would have been more polite about it. Yes. You know? um, I think what you're doing is awesome. And, I know there are a lot of groups that you've 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 started and you 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 do a lot of social media and you do a lot of videos out there and what are the benefits if people joined your groups? What do they get out of it? Well, 
first of all, I ask them to go and listen to my podcasts, the Mindset Alchemy podcast, to see if they enjoy my style of teaching. Because I like things very short, very sweet and to the point. And many people say, please expand on that. Well, then come and work with me and I'll expand on it with for you, because that is what you're looking for, you're asking for. Within my group, um, Conscious Entrepreneurs Creating Awareness for Greater Success on Facebook, my goal is to help people understand that that niggle, that awareness that is asking to be seen, what is the best way to make it conscious? How do we become conscious of what we're thinking? Is it our thoughts we're thinking or are we thinking somebody else's thoughts? What is our emotion around that awareness? Is it our feeling? Is it our emotion? Is it coming from something we've picked up from somebody else? What do you do to identify it? Who do you go to to help you identify it? And for me, that is very much um, what I offer people, how to make conscious what it is they really are feeling, what it is they would like to feel, how does it impact their business? Because whether we work for, in inverted commas, a boss or somebody else, we are still our own business. It's our time, it's our life that we are contracting to somebody else. So whether we run it under somebody else's direction from a work perspective, or we run it under our own direction as our own business, we are still our own business when we look to create money. And we are all or to receive money, and it's to bring that forward. So what I offer in the group is prompts. I offer Facebook Lives with guidance. I generally ask, what am I meant to share today? I have a schedule. I have a theme. And most times it gets uh, <laughs> it gets shifted and changed because the energy, life shifts and change. Things happen. And I just get a knowingness, an awareness. This is what is required for today. And most times people reach out and say, I really, that really hit the spot. That really pinged for me today. So rather than hitting people over the head with something, it's that they can be more guided to look within themselves to see what's in themselves that either can be expanded on or can get thrown out. The challenge is to make sure the baby doesn't get thrown out with the bathwater and rather that that inner child gets taken care of and allowed to grow up, grow up as we have fun with what we're doing, as we experience it, as we move forward into where we would love to go. And I, Kenny, I listened to something yesterday that was so good. I just can't. Oh, it was Christina Campbell Rankin. Rankin. I'll get Rankin. the R A I K E N. I think it was yes. Um, and she was saying people often steal from themselves. We don't wish to have hard work. We don't wish to do things that are hard. The challenge is when people say to us, go and do what makes you happy. Very often that keeps us in a comfort zone and keeps us unconstricted rather than in growth uh, mode. And for me, that is what is so important that we get into that expansive mode because that's what life is about. Life is about expanding. Yeah, Rapin, R-A-P-I-N, Christine Campbell Rapin. And you can go and see her on her website. Um, and if you put her name on Spotify, she'll come up as well and YouTube. And to me, that was like, 
that is exactly what I'm helping people do, to move beyond that comfort zone while still enjoying what they are doing, knowing that they can enjoy the discomfort, that they can enjoy that stretch, because that is what's going to help them grow and is going to help them bring results. For me, it's to release the hard and bring in the aligned. Is it going to be hard? Yes. And you can do it with ease because you know the vision you're moving towards. You know what's inspiring you. You know what you are looking, you know what to end the vision to create the vision. And that is one of the reasons I'm, I'm busy with the masterclass uh, series around visualization for success, shifting your energy, journaling, um, to discover yourself it's it's a whole series because people are afraid to go within they're afraid to take a look in the mirror and say who are you today who can you be today who are we being today to create the success for our vision and it's when we get to answer those questions that that's that takes us into personal leadership. And what it does for me is it creates space for our family. It creates space for our workers. It creates space for our team. It also helps us like I had to own that working with um, a, a VA, I had not given them the specifics of what I desired. I just sort of like assumed because I'm able to pick up what people want, everybody else can do that. And when I didn't get what, I, what I'd actually envisioned, I was the one who had to accept responsibility and say, okay, Janine, accountability 101. Did you explain it correctly? And this goes through in all areas of life. So yeah, that's a long-winded answer. <laughs> it, but it, it was awesome. You know, it, but one thing that comes out, um, well, before I go back to the one thing that comes out, Let's just go back a little bit. And I think one of the really important parts that you've, you've brought up is we are expected for when we grow up, from when we kids go to primary, preschool, primary school, high school, yeah. those who go on to study at varsity, we are expected to do what we're told. Yes. Whether it's parents, um, peers, um, grandparents uh society they tell us you need to live like this you need to do this and and that's often where people fall into that trap mm -hmm. people become medical doctors and one morning wake up and quit being a medical doctor yes. because actually what they wanted to be was a i don't know a trapeze artist or something mm -hmm. you know and that's what causes that whole revolution and I believe that if we were allowed to be who you wanted to be from a younger age, we could yes. become so much more than what we are. Mm -hmm. And we wouldn't go through these stages later in life. I'll give you mine. I mean, I was, I went through battle all the way through school because um, the normal educational system and my brain just didn't function together. I mean, mm -hmm. first one to say that um, today we class kids as ADD and ADHD and etc etc and we in our day you were just the problem child who got stuck in the corner um, and then when we didn't understand we got clapped and hit and I remember mm -hmm. one day standing <laughs> in grade two and because I couldn't say the word was I kept saying it was was 
Zwak, Zwez, okay? And every time I said Waz, I got hit on the knuckles with the wooden ruler and it went on for about two hours and then she, my sister came to find me. Okay, but I don't understand. It didn't make sense. But anyway, then I ended up going to art school so I could get through school. Um, and then I was going to go and study graphic design and I woke up the next morning or the day before I was supposed to go and I said, no. I was fortunate I had that break back then. Yes. You know, otherwise yes. I would have been trapped in that world because it, mm -hmm. that's a closed world mm -hmm. once you're trapped in that closed world how are you ever going to break out that peacefully yes especially in the times we grew up because they you do this you do that you do the next thing and uh, for women you became a teacher secretary or a nurse you know it was like oh wow <laughs> so and that leads to the question i want to ask you why did you go the route you've gone and where did this passion for what you're doing come from <laughs> i actually not sure of the answer of that i just know that when i was at school if girls were struggling i would help them with their schoolwork like history or a learning subject biology because i was able to put it in a way that was simple and that they could remember and understand my grand always used to say jenela go and be a teacher well, thank goodness I didn't go and be a teacher. I am not good with young children. I would have destroyed many lives if I had done that. <laughs> so I did do a stint of teaching and I came to a firm decision after two years. The principal and I decided I am not suited for young children. Um, well, they weren't young. It was a range in a, one class you had from uh, 10 to 18 in one class because of the system. I enjoyed it. And I think in some ways they enjoyed it. The challenge is, yes, I'm a teacher. I'm not a teacher in that way. And I always had a knowing when I was younger. And yet I always felt like I was missing something. I was, I felt like there was something like, there was something always just beyond my reach. And other people would just seem to understand things that I didn't understand. So I understand your pain at school. Mm. So <laughs> it's a, it was a bit of a challenge. I chose to go nursing. I went overseas. I was very blessed. My parents said to me, take your university money. You can go to university overseas. And I went overseas for nine months. I went to Australia, a beautiful country. And I learned, I actually learned how sheltered I had been. I was very blessed to have parents that looked after me. Uh, due to various things that my mom had encountered, her and my dad were overprotective. And it has taken me many years to step beyond that. Um, and for me to be able to help other people step beyond it has been a gift. When I went nursing, I would get things done. And yet nursing didn't catch me. I, I became... I developed um, low blood sugar from stress. I couldn't deal with the hours. I did not know at that time about something called being an empath, about energy work. I didn't understand it. I, what I did understand, I was look at a patient and say, that patient's going to die. So they started calling me the sister of death on the wards. And who knows? I just knew I could see their bodies. Their face got a certain look on their face. 
And then due to various circumstances, I did not follow that path. And I was actually sharing earlier that I wish I had known more about it. It would have made my children's lives much easier. And interesting enough, uh, my father-in-law passed away last week and I had so many revelations after he died around various things to do with energy, to do with picking up on other people's fears and not knowing what to do with it, which led to uh, misunderstandings and things. And you can't go back physically and change that. We can work with what we received and move forward. When things really shifted for me, was my when my dad died and I realized he'd been hiding my mom's dementia and various other things to do with that from us. He'd been protecting her. And um, I then took over the responsibility. What it did for me, it was like, ding, ding, ding. If something happened to my husband, I would not be able to live. Um, my income from my business at that point in time would not even have covered two weeks groceries never mind the bond and the car and everything else so because I didn't have my own transport I took my business online and from there I came to understand it was his dream and passion to be involved in wellness being a healer I got I stepped into it being able to work with energy I worked with I took over his dream and that was one of the reasons I feel I went nursing was because of the healing capacities I have people always say to me Janine just touch me I always feel better after you put your hands on my back or on my shoulders whatever but then I also got mocked for it so you know you have that duality get the balance right with the um going online I started meeting people that I would not have met before. And I went, oh, but I do that. Oh, you mean not everybody can understand what other people are thinking? Oh, I thought everybody could do it. My mom can do it. I can do it. My sister can do it. Well, she could. I don't know if she still can because she blocked a lot of things off. Um, and I was like, oh, wow. And I started coming to understand I was living my husband's dream, not my own. And then my, I was busy then getting my children to finish school. And it's a, a, the journey came about that I was able to meet and understand at a deeper level things that I had had as an awareness and bring them into consciousness. And interestingly enough, I've actually gone almost full circle back to where I started and with an understanding of what I can do, who I can be, and that there's a lot more to learn in life and to bring it forward. And that is where personal leadership comes in. You're either going to own what you can do and step forward with it, or you're going to say, no, that's too uncomfortable. I don't wish to upset the apple cart. Uh, you know, it might upset my husband, might upset my children. Sometimes that self-saboteur needs to be looked straight in the eyes and say, and that's okay if they get upset. It's part of their journey. How about living your journey and walking your path? And seeing that just because things don't happen like this doesn't mean they are not aligned. It may mean that you are being asked to grow your capacity to develop. And that has become very, very important to me. And I'm seeing women looking for this. They are looking to develop the capacity to move forward with their own dream, to move forward in their lives and be more 
independent of what society expects from them. So I wanted to go back a little bit to, well, first of all, thank you for sharing all of that. I know some of that was personal and um, it was touching. And I think it's part of your growth though. Mm -hmm. When we talk about growth, this is kind of the question I want to go with. We first met and we had no idea when we first met that our journeys would ever cross again. You attended a, a talk that I did at, um, gee, what's that place's name? Prima Gala. Yeah. Yeah, I also spoke there that day. It was yes. a networking event, yeah. Yeah, and it was, I think we both touched in some way or another. The connection mm -hmm. was made, but I don't think, I think because of both where both of our lives were, um, it didn't make sense at that stage to, and what I've always believed in what, what needs to happen will happen in yes. one way or another, if it's aligned and we can call it whatever you want to call it, whether it's spiritual, religious, or whatever it, it is. It, is. it just is what it is. <laughs> and some people will say it's when the stars align or whatever. It's, I love it. And then we almost did like a complete circle. And then mm -hmm. you got invited to join my weekly chat thing. And it just mm -hmm. occurred. And we got to know each other more. And I started following you. And you started following me. And we've generated. And we actually started, well, today's a good collaboration. Co-creating co-creating is another way of doing it but i think what the essence is we both support individuals mm -hmm. both support find helping individuals find the right way that will work best for them but i think over and above that which all goes back to what you were talking about is the authenticity on being who you really are mm. i think that's such a big part of it because when you think about when you're doing and this is my take on personal leadership, okay, coaching, is each and every one of us is different. Though mm -hmm. we may be the same, we are individually different. We all have mm -hmm. our own brains, we all have our own eyes, we have our own ears, and we have our own mouths. Sometimes the wrong things come out of mouths, sometimes we see the wrong things, and sometimes we believe the wrong things. Yes. But when we know what it is we want, and that's when you were talking earlier on about the whole point of vision and knowing what it is you want to achieve, whether it's at early stage in life or later on stage in life, it's to know what you truly want and then develop that pathway so that you can get there. We can all get thrown curveballs, left, right, and center all the time. It's just the facts of life. Curveballs will happen all the time. Mm -hmm. But I think what's important is knowing where you're going and knowing why you're going there for the right reasons. Yes. And I think one of the hardest things we do, we as human beings can do is say, I need help. Absolutely. <laughs> and, and it's sometimes the hardest thing. I need help doesn't mean anything's wrong with you. It doesn't mm -hmm. mean you are making mistakes or you're not doing what you should be doing. It just sometimes you just need a little bit more guidance into the direction that you should go. Mm -hmm. Because you and I both know as coaches, we don't have all the answers. Yep. We just have the right questions. 
to make sure you find the right answer. That's it. And we hold space for the person. We give them an arena to explore those questions without judgment, releasing all judgment or expectations. And that allows them to work through it and go within. Yeah. And it's that working through to get you there. Yes. I've gone through quite a few changes, obviously, over the recent years. And I have made dedicated time each week with another coach who, where I've been able to find who it is I want to be and be authentic within it and break down those barriers that we've had built around us all our lives. And, you know, when I, I don't always watch all your videos and I don't always listen to all your recordings, but where I do here and there, and it's weird it always makes sense at that time. Mm-hmm. It's only, mm-hmm. again, it's about that alignment and knowing where you should be listening to what. It's hearing the right thing at the right time. And, but I believe the funny thing is we're hearing it all the time, but we aren't looking for it. Therefore, we don't hear it. You don't require it at that time. When you require it, it's there. You require it so you're able to acquire it. So it makes a huge difference. It really does. And that is what I have experienced is I'll just, what what am I talking about this for? And I'm, okay, whatever. And I'll go and speak about it. And people required it at that point in time. And that for me has always been like, wow. And very often people, especially on Facebook, will go back to the replay and then they will come for that. And that's one of the reasons I started my podcast as well, was to give snippets of inspiration, give snippets of vision and to inspire thinking. I'm not giving the people the answer. I My podcast is about helping you think things through in a different way basically in think stepping into expansion rather than sticking you know to what it is that you might have thought the whole way you know just a different point of view and a different perspective because that's also what coaching for me does is to help people see things in a different way to understand the cycles that are coming forward. And that's the karmic healing. It's a fancy way for saying, see what you keep doing. That's getting you nowhere and look at how you can shift it. Um, <laughs> Do the same things every day. You get the same results. <laughs> Very pragmatic. <laughs> you, you, you just died a thought in my head at the same time. It's, you know, People often say, often say to me, where do you get your questions for the weekly chat from? And I don't know. They just come to me. Okay. Yes, you know, you, you read stuff, you research stuff, you do all the things. And when you go, okay, what are we going to talk about this week? And you go like, I don't know. I'll worry about it either Thursday night. It often comes to me on a Thursday night. Um, but it's because I, on a Thursday night, if it hasn't come to me during the course of the week, it'll be at about half past eight, quarter to nine, nine o'clock. And my mind starts wandering and I'll go back and I'll look at some of the old Mm -hmm. previous podcasts and ah, and it just pops into my head. But it doesn't just pop in my head in a word. The entire question pops up. Yes. And right there and then I pick up my phone and I WhatsApp it through to Michelle. Yes, I love it. And 
then she's got it. We know because I know by tomorrow morning, that question's gone. In the meantime, the question's gone. But if I've put it down into the world, I've made my commitment to that question. Mm -hmm. I've gone out and said, that's the question. That's what we're going to talk about tomorrow. And then it's all there. It's all worked out. It's, it's, it generates overnight in your head and the next morning. And the weirdest thing is people go, but that's exactly what I needed. How yes. did you know I needed that question? Yes. That's beautiful. That's what I work with. Have you ever read Elizabeth Gilbert's Big Magic? You gave it to me a little while ago and I haven't yet read it. There there were some others also. What I stood out for me from her book is um, ideas come to many people. Only one or two will take advantage of it and bring it to basically birth it. And uh, so she was writing a book and she never got to finish it or screenplay or something. And next thing, two years later, somebody else birthed it. Because when an idea is ready to come, when its time is there, it will find a way to be birthed. And to me, that is also about personal leadership. I will often, when I get an idea, I'll ask, is this for me? Is this for now? Is this for someone else? And if it's for me, when is it for? Is it for now? Is it for next week? When is it for? Okay, we'll work with whatever comes forward. And most times it's for now. <laughs> it's so- I'm just trying to get out of it. <laughs> then when you said that and, and I realized, damn, Janine sent me that the name of that book and everything and I haven't done it. And then you said, is it for me? Is it for now? Is it? And that is so true because often... I'll have something, I've seen what it's about, and it's gone on the burner because not now. And somebody else will need it. And I'll go, hold on a second. I know something that can help you. And I'll go find it and give it a pass it on. So that exchange of of what's needed, whether it's now or later, is always got to be open to it because otherwise you Mm -hmm. switch it off and you just say, I'm not interested and gone. Where... And the, but that goes back to the deliver, development. It's, yes. you know, the day, I love the, this one is, what happens to a tree when it stops growing? It dies. It what happens to you when you stop growing? Well, it's time to die. You're going to die too. You've got to yeah. keep self growing. You've got to keep learning. There are so many opportunities for so many people if they just get out of the rat race and look at what's really for them. Yes. And look, I'm not saying don't get anybody get me wrong who's listening to this. It's not about, okay, we'll just quitting life and giving up on life. As we said early on, don't go to the extreme. But it's about making small adjustments. Yes. Oh, yes. (laughs) You just touched on a key point that absolutely, so many people think a quantum leap is this huge, humongous, enormous step. People, get rid of that idea. It's the smallest amount of energy, expenditure, and movement for the greatest results. Because, Kenny, I'm sure you've seen this as well in your uh, coaching. When people take too big a step, they actually go four steps backwards because they have not built their capacity to sustain what they're taking on, what they're looking to do, and to work into that vision that they've created. Whereas when they go step by step by step, 
and listen to that little voice inside. They listen to what people are offering them that is aligned, not just the, everyone's point of view. Those small steps make you stronger and stronger. It's like the person who goes to gym and does a four-hour workout the first day and then never goes back again. It's better to go and pick up the baby weights and do it 15 minutes for three weeks so that within a year you're picking up those weights and doing your four-hour workout. It's the sustainability and creating that capacity of what is, my what is my relationship to something and what is my partnership agreement with it? And it's very often people wish to get everything done, flash bang, be overnight successes. Well, most overnight successes, as we both are aware of, took a couple of years, if not 10, 20 or 30. <laughs> you know, it's um, when I, I, it popped up with a client this morning and it popped up with another client last week. It's when we make a shift and a change, so first of all, we've got to change the mind. Okay, so the mind goes, okay, there's where I want to go. Okay. Mm -hmm. But then instead of doing the proper layout and overall of everything, we dive straight into the nitty gritty detail and mm -hmm. get lost. Yes. And like I said to that client this morning, well, guess what? That's just another form of procrastination. Yes. Because instead of putting together the structure okay so it's the same as building a house so we're not building the walls and putting the, the, the roof trusses and everything in we're decorating the kitchen what? yep you can't <laughs> decorate the kitchen yet until the structure's in place until everything's yes. in place the kitchen cabinets are bloody well put in and then you can go decorate it it's but <laughs> and the decorating of the kitchen and the structure of the house and then they'll go but it's not working. I've worked all, I put so many hours in, I put so much. And, and I think between you and me, that's what we are doing in the world is we're helping people see you can go there, but let's put the bigger steps, the bigger idea in place, form a structure, know where you want to go. Mm -hmm. And you can start focusing on the journey, each step's little journey and Date. detail of each little bit. But they try and, Putting put the cart before the horse and can't understand the reason it's going nowhere. Exactly, yeah. I also, I often say to my clients, well, are we building a single story, a double story or a skyscraper? Because it takes much longer to put foundations in for a skyscraper than it does for a single story ranch style house. And when you choose to put a double story on top of that ranch style house, you get to redig the foundation. So it feels like your world is falling to pieces. It feels like your relationships are falling to pieces. Meanwhile, what you are doing is you are taking the pieces out and putting a different structure in. And that's what I always say to them, you're building the capacity. You have to have the structure, the, the foundations to mm. put it in. And I've seen so many people crash and burn because the foundation is wrong. <laughs> Do you mind if I steal it? I love it. Go for it. Single story, double story, or skyscraper. I love it. Oh, I even said to somebody the other day, does it take the same amount of time to put the foundations in for a single story house as for a three-story building? And I said, well, they can't see that it would be different. And I went... There's your challenge with your business. Let's go. Actually, it was with their relationships before their business even. 
um, let's go and look at your foundations. Oh, everything you've got to go back. I mean, when I coach clients as well, they, they could be in business for 30 years and I go back and say, well, we need to go back to the foundation. And but oh, it's fine. I said, are you sure? And when we alter the foundation, suddenly they realize and they can start finding the growth that they've been looking for for 30 years. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's the same as, as an individual, a business, a marriage, a team. If the foundation's not right and not in place, how are you ever going to develop it? Yes, that's it. Something else that has become very, very obvious to me, um, and it was in my life as well as in my clients' lives, and excuse me, I had to shift it in my life as well. We hang on to an identity for longer than it should exist and we crash and burn. And I was listening to the audiobook Atomic Habits. I can't remember who wrote it. Um, I'll think about it in, as we're going along. And he was saying so many firefighters were killed because they were unable to leave the tools of their trade behind. And that extra weight slowed them down so the fire could kill them. And it was like, wow, that's exactly what I've been seeing with people. They are scared to let go of the identity of mother, of even stage in life, of teenager, of young adult, of, um, you know, whatever their stage is. And that is why so many uh, people die once they leave work, because they're unable to transition their identity. Their identity is wrapped up in what they do rather than who they are. And that is personal leadership, shifting from what you do to understanding who you are and knowing that what I did yesterday, I must, I can choose to leave in yesterday because I have grown today. I should have grown today. And uh, who am I today that I can be stronger and have a deeper foundation tomorrow? Yeah. I love that. Janine, you know, you and I could actually probably sit here and talk to each other for hours and hours and hours. I know when we do coaching sessions and that, we can also get carried away. Yes. But, you know, just thinking of, of, of the key points that you've spoken about, you know, breaking those boundaries of who everybody else expects you to be. And, you know, you don't necessarily have to make the changes on your own. You can do them as a we together. And I yes. think that's really important. You know, the, the fact that we've, we've got choices to make, we can stay where we are forever or we can move on and keep developing and growing. And then all of us are different, yet we're all growing the same. We're still human beings at the end of the day. And mm -hmm. just being more of who we are and yes. not try and be who everybody else wants us to be. Mm -hmm. I mean, you can be, you could be a Martian from space if you want to be. That's up to you. But, you know, be who you want to be and, and find yeah. your real purpose and what it is. I think yes. it's probably the most satisfying thing I've ever experienced in my life was discovering who I was really meant to be and, and mm -hmm. start being that. Yeah, I, I like say that again and because most people. Yes, people miss that point. It's one yeah. thing identifying who you should be, who you can be, and who you're choosing to be. Where's the action? Yes, be it, do it. Let's make it happen. It's not a flick of, it's not 
flick of your fingers and it's going to happen. It takes work and dedication to, to go where you want to be. It's taken me five years to figure out where I want to be and to start building what I'm building and to put the bits and pieces together. It's, it doesn't all just fall into place overnight. It's, I mean, you said it earlier. I mean, yeah, no, nobody becomes an instant success. It's that hard work that nobody notices. And yet mm -hmm. when it starts to gel, suddenly people take notice and they go, what are you doing? And it's not necessarily always positive, eh? It's often like, what are you doing? What on earth do you think you're doing? Yeah. What will people say? I don't care. <laughs> it's what I say that counts. Yeah, I mean, I, I started this coaching business. It was not, it was, well, there's all the other rules. Okay, I'm going to make my own. I'm going to do it my way. I don't care. Yes, I've learned from everybody else. I've learned bits and pieces. But hell, let's just do it right. Put the foundations in and look at the vision. Janine, I'd like to say thank you, thank you, thank you so much for your time. In oh, thank you. This with us and um, everybody that joins on the weekly chat and those who listen and Hopefully, some people will join across to your podcasts who now hear what you sound like. <laughs> Thank you. And I so appreciate you um, helping me uh, bring forward what personal leadership is, because that is how we create ripples of change for the positive, for the expansiveness in life. And Kenny, I really appreciate you. Thank you so much. Thanks for taking the time out. And I look forward to our recording coming out and get a lot of new listeners on both sides. Awesome. Thank you. Have a great day. Thank you for listening. And remember, come and find me on social media and tell me what you got out of this, where you can shift and change, and what it is you'd like to change to. If you'd like to work with me, reach out and let's chat. Have a great, glorious and phenomenal day. Bye-bye.